0: This is Life with Alcohol and Drugs, a podcast from the charity Scottish Families Affected by Alcohol and Drugs.
1: In this episode, our fundraising manager, Sarah, is chatting to Christina, who took on a fundraising challenge in 2021 for Scottish families. Sarah also gives some tips and advice if you're looking to do your own Scottish families fundraising challenge in 2022. Okay, Christina. So I think it's just going to be us. So I will, in case you don't know who I am, uh, my name is Sarah Campbell and I am the fundraising manager for Scottish families. Um, I've been with the charity for about five years. Um, when I started, we hardly had anybody fundraising for us. um but thankfully over the years we've been joined by more and more supporters. um and we've recently added a community fundraiser, Claire, who started last summer and has just been doing an absolutely amazing job since she joined. And obviously, you've been talking to her when you were doing your event and everything. so I don't yeah, so I don't really know too much about what's what you've been doing. So would you mind by starting off just tell me a bit about what fundraising you did?
0: yeah so um we actually did two fundraisers Um well we sort of combined them together so one of them we did the kilt walk in glasgow and then the second we did a race in edinburgh a women's 10k um, so they were the the two events we sort of put them t- together. That if that makes sense. <laughs> yeah. So they were the the two that we did. So we basically we raised money for particularly uh, Scottish families um, because um, well, my family and I, because um, our mother passed away sadly in June from lifelong term like effects of of alcohol. And so we found Scottish families basically while we were looking for bereavement counselling. And um, so that's how we came across Scottish families and you, you saying it was smaller before sort of makes sense because it doesn't seem like there's a lot of people who really know that you guys are out there um, mm-hmm. and what we've got to offer. So us sort of coming across, you guys uh, sort of went together with with what happened, which was just amazing to, to find you guys and have, yeah, it sort of to to find that that stuff was happening to other people and then other people were, were sort of doing stuff to, to fundraise for for you guys as well we saw quite a lot of different different people doing different stuff on um on your facebook instagram that kind of stuff
1: I'm, I'm very sorry to hear about your mum i agree that we we could do we need to reach more people and there isn't many families in scotland that haven't been affected by these issues
0: yeah definitely but for some
1: reason you but for some reason, there is still a stigma around people talking about it and being open about it. the The words that you wrote on your on your Just Giving page about your mum, I thought, were really, really very powerful. Yeah. Oh, thanks.
0: <laughs> yeah. So for us, like our mum, like our mum was a person. She wasn't just her, her her addiction. Although that's what sort of led most most of her life in terms of her personal life. in in our In our actual professional life, she managed to hide it quite well. And we found, I found. At, like when we were doing the fundraising and actually talking to people, the, the talking about Scottish families actually prompted other people to to sort of reveal their experiences. Yeah, and it was a, it, it's a it's, it's a great we charity, re, re, really impactful. And um, we found yeah, and, and our mum, she was a social care worker. She worked through COVID. and um, you know, she's a grandmother, a mother, friend. She, she was all that to to everybody else, but she but she had this problem.
1: And one thing I always say about about fundraising, the the money is am- amazing and it helps us do our work and reach more families who need our support. But it's also really helps spread the word of what we do as well. Yeah. And I think our our lovely turquoise blue t shirts and our blue <laughs> hoodies that we give to our fundraisers like that's such an amazing. I've never worn my t shirt out in the world without somebody coming up to me and saying like. I've never heard of your charity. Yeah. How can I help? How can I get involved? I need help. I'm, my friend needs help. It's yeah. um it is and it's a real powerful stigma buster as well, I think, yeah. just having people out wearing the t-shirts. So we really can't thank you enough for the work that you've done oh, no. um, in fundraising. <laughs> um, do you want to tell us how much you have raised through doing taking part in your two events? Yeah, so we raised
0: uh, one thousand one hundred pounds, um, which we were absolutely blown away by.
1: That's um, amazing.
0: Yeah, we actually paid to enter our, the kilwalk and the race ourselves because we didn't actually think we would. <laughs> um, we would raise enough, but we were oh, we were so wrong. Everybody, like I would say to everybody who is a bit like unsure about fundraising, um, you could be so surprised by your fundraising abilities and what people will con- contribute to to the cause that's important to you and what you're doing. Yeah,
1: fantastic. And do you have any tips for anyone that's thinking about fundraising? Like what what worked for you? Well, my sister
0: worked for us. Um, <laughs> she was, uh, Chasing <laughs> people down. <laughs> no, no, not quite like that. We we, um, we put our just giving page like sort of on the normal channels, so like Facebook and Instagram. Um, but a lot of our fundraising was actually done through word of mouth, and, uh, like a bit more. So we just, yeah, for the, the whole time, we just sort of hit, hit the donations hard, you know, trying to get the word out there that that this charity is there and it's there to help, like truly help people um, and truly has, has helped us. Sort of, we, are, we are an example of someone that, that your charity has helped. Um, so, yeah, it was really just about getting out there talking about it and then. Um yeah getting the word out we, we didn't do anything particularly special or, or anything like that it was just that we managed to, to 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 talk to a lot of people about it
1: yeah absolutely a, a personal ask does have so much more impact um because it's quite easy just to scroll past things on facebook isn't it it's like actually speaking yeah. to people it's, it's a good way to get them you've talked about it was there a team of three that you did both events with am i am i right yeah, in
0: yes yeah um, so uh, yeah my, my, my sister and um, my partner so we did those um all together so that was it was good to have a team environment and we actually found well, we were going through quite a bad time but we found it quite focusing for us so although you know we had all that stuff to do we still had a run to to do so it, it was quite healthy for us and um, it sort of kept us together and um, unfortunately my, my little brother Ian was going to do it but he the, the, the race was for women and uh, the kilt uh, the, the walk he was away for uh, but he's got plans in the future to to, to do more fundraising uh, for, for you guys yeah so we were lucky we had a group uh, but we met many people who did fundraising by themselves and they seemed to be having just as good a time as we, we were. We, we did find it emotional when we started our events for the reasons why we were there um, but as the events went, uh, as the, as we completed what, our race and our walk, it, it was so worthwhile and it was really really helpful to to know that we had done that to help other people and achieve achieve stuff and achieve stuff that was good in our mum's
1: memory and not not bad stuff if that makes sense yeah it it makes it makes total sense yeah and I think that's really smart what you said about having a kind of positive goal to work towards and something to focus on and and healthy habits did you find training was that something that took up a lot of your a lot of your time was it onerous to train for these events no, not particularly.
0: It was just sort of like taking uh, like a couple hours a week uh, to to do a run. Now we weren't setting any records when we did our race. No <laughs> world records for us. So we just took a few hours a week to do it. With with the walking, we didn't really have to train at all. We we already walk <laughs> normally. Uh, can walk distances, so we're okay with that. The running was a bit so so, but yeah, just training. Like we use things like the Couch to Ten K app. Um, which really, really helped, like sort of give us a structure to it and something. Because my sister doesn't live in the same city as, as me, so we were able to do that to, together,
1: but apart.
0: So that's always.
1: Ah, okay. So yeah. using a, a digital technology to train together—that's a really clever idea.
0: Yeah, yeah. And um, whether or not she did it or not, I'm not too sure. <laughs> she <did it> <laughs> <run>. <laughs>
1: See, uh, so was that the first run you'd you done then the yeah. the women's 10k?
0: Yeah, it was the first run any of us had ever done oh fantastic yeah, so it was it was quite a challenge uh, to, to get it done to say the least but we, we managed it we got there eventually we weren't the last so that's all good.
1: <laughs> absolutely no I've never I've never undertaken a run I've done the kilt walk um, for yes. the past five years I'm a massive massive fan of the kilt walk but I do think sometimes about taking up running it's um uh, yeah I mean you've, you've given me some inspiration there Christina yeah. <laughs>
0: yes we might see you the next one (laughs) well I know I think it's probably about time isn't it
1: (laughs) do you have any words of encouragement for anyone that's listening to us today and maybe thinking um, they'd like to try do something new challenge themselves what would you like to say to them
0: um, so, in, in support of uh, Scottish families, I would say definitely do it. The, the team, like as you said, Claire was absolutely incredible from day one. She really made us feel like we were part of the Scottish families family, if that makes sense. So you're totally supported. You know, when we were talking about the stigma, we we didn't come across that too much, but we found we found that people could really see the value in what the charity does and um, the, the the work that the work that you guys. Undertake to, to help people, yeah, that I would say do it, yeah <laughs> and, just, and just and just challenge yourself because at, at the end of the day, it's only you that, that's undertaking it, and you'll always know that you've done it, and it's such a healthy way to express either grief or if you're having troubles with say maybe somebody that you know that suffers from addiction, you can know that you're actively doing something that will maybe trickle down to them and help them
1: yeah that's great christina thank you very much i don't think i have a a, any more questions for you on my list of questions um i've got plans for 2022 but that's because craig is uh due to he's he's somebody who's doing multiple events we did one event in december and then he's got more coming up this year but after raising over a thousand pounds i think you'll probably not be doing anything in 2022 well actually we are yeah oh wow (laughs)
0: Yeah, so um, I've got a little niece, uh, Charlotte, and she, she was six, so she was too young to, to do the race and the, the kilt walk that we did was too long for her. So she's taken it upon herself, she wants to do the kilt walk this year in uh, Dundee. In August, oh, um, so doing the We wanderer, but she calls Scottish families like Nana's charity. That's what she calls it, and that's how impactful your your charity has been, like on us as a family. And um, so we're getting her out there young. Um, so expect
1: some, some
0: more donations from us because <laughs> oh, I'm sure people want to do it.
1: <laughs> that is just fantastic, and we absolutely need to see some photographs of that as well. That yeah. sounds amazing.
0: Yeah yeah cuz it was, uh, we 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 found that the younger members of our family we didn't not that we didn't consider that they would want to do the charity events but we found that they actually did and um, They were sort of maybe inspired by us doing these things that we don't normally do, and and for for them to do something positive in their nana's name is I think important to to to, to us as as a family, and just as important as to them to 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 learn that they shouldn't be stigmatized by this uh, kind of event uh, going forward. They can start talking about these things freely and have the confidence to. To to talk about addiction and and not have it be something that maybe plagues their life, maybe they may know that there's help out there and there's 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 people out there that will certainly help.
1: Absolutely, Christina. Oh, well, that that is just fantastic. Thank you so much for taking the time to talk to us today. No um, problem. Yeah, I'm, I'm. Best of luck with the We wander. Thank you very much. <laughs> If you are feeling inspired by Christina and our other fundraisers and fancy taking on a challenge yourself in 2022, here are some tips for getting started with your fundraising. When you start up your page and you're sitting on the zero mark, the first thing I would recommend you do is think about the five people who are most likely to make a donation. This could be your partner, a parent, a brother or sister, The people that you know when you share your fundraising page are the most likely people to make a donation. For me, that person is always my mother in law. She is my ride or die and the person who I know, no matter what, will always make a donation to whatever fundraising endeavour I'm undertaking. So I would ask those five people first, get off the zero mark. Then I would think about the next five people who are most likely to make a donation. This could be a close colleague at work. It could be somebody whose page you've donated to recently yourself and you think you might get a little donation back in return. And then I would ask those people for donation. By that point, you should be sitting on a fairly healthy amount on your Just Giving page. Then it's a good time to go forward and share it on your Facebook, your Twitter, your Instagram or whatever social media platform you use. It's something weird about the psychology of fundraising, but nobody really likes being that person to like be the first one. It's like being the first one to get up to dance at a party and pages in my experience do much, much better when they're shared, but they've already got a bit of momentum and a bit of cash going into them. Once you're just giving pages looking healthy and you've got some donations coming in, here are some other tips for fundraising. Um, don't underestimate the power of a paper sponsor form Um, we can provide a paper sponsor form which you can then carry with you and take with you wherever you go. I know cash isn't as popular these days but some people do prefer to do a, a donation in cash and it's much easier to if you see somebody in the street for example you can ask them then and there when you see them because you've got the sponsor form on you. Another tip would be to speak to your workplace if they offer any match funding opportunities, um, a wide range of companies will match or contribute towards any fundraising employees doing. So it's definitely worthwhile asking to see what's available. And my final tip would be to make sure you speak to people after you've completed the event as well because some people like to know that you have actually done what you set out to do and you've achieved it and you may find that on the day of your event and the day after is the day we actually get the most donations so make sure you remember to share on the day and the day after we have a wide range of events taking part in 2022 the best place to find out about these is on our website which are linked Thank you for listening. If you're worried about someone else's alcohol and drug use, you can contact Scottish Families on 08080 10 10 11 or by email at helpline at sfad.org.uk. We also have web chat and further information on our website www.sfad.org.uk.